Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Three Sykes and a Mic. How's everyone doing? Hi. Good, good, good. Doing good. Awesome. Well, we can... What's up? What's up? Oh, sorry. I was going into <laughs> like my... What ATL. is that? Oh, Lord, you took me... Wait a minute. I'm for a lady. You took <laughs> That's me That's an ATL. <laughs> yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Well, okay, you, all will hear a new, <laughs> you all will hear a new voice with us today. We have a very special guest, Dr. Farah um, Harden-Latham, and I'm having to intentionally remember the married name because I realized all of my friends uh if I met you single <laughs> that is what your name is in my head and in my phone that's okay <laughs> hard, is my, hard is my professional name so I have to like even pe- I have a friend who's been married for 11 years plus and I still have and her phone contact is her wedding picture and I still have <laughs> made it oh name. lord like, listen I'll change that one day but anyway I do it's that with good. Erica all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, Erica James. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. There's a change. So, yeah. It's hard. The brain does not like change. Oh, but yeah. we are super Listen. excited. We have a um, special guest with us, Dr. Farah, um, who will answer some of our questions and talk to us about just juggling responsibilities and being ambitious and what's the cost of that. Um, and I have a medical question. She don't know, but I have a medicine question that I'm going oh, to uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> be like, what's this? What's this spot on my arm? Uh- <laughs> right. Okay. Well, since we drop a medical question, what's this mole? Right. I, I, can you look at this? Oh, first oh, show? How- y'all, y'all would be surprised. That oh, I, oh, no, I am <laughs> that friend. <laughs> we'll resource all. Hey, it's of all good. Friends. It's all good. I just need to know how long I can keep certain medications because I'm a hoarder of meds because <laughs> you just never right. know when the apocalypse oh, may happen. What you, what or... you trying to do is end up in not, you know, you don't, you don't end up in a hospital, do you? you don't end up in a well, hospital. Well, see, yes, I yes, heard no. that the only thing you really need to throw away is antibiotics. You, yes. Okay. <laughs> so or like April, we yeah. had a, a food question, like how long can you keep, apple what was it, cider. apple cider? Yeah, that's what we were trying Ooh, to figure I out. I don't know about like... now. Are y'all really, are y'all sending me right now? <laughs> we got to go to a food like, person. Like, Ooh, let me go to my um my resources. Yeah. And right, say, if there are any dietitians oh, out I'll there. I have a dietitian yeah. coming on my Instagram live next week. I'll ask her. Look, Dr. Farah was like, these yes. were not in the pre-selected questions that oh, we discussed. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, I do know I took like Listen, a two-year-old. It's so funny. Yeah, it's it's all good though. It's so funny because I mean that's it's a part of um, once you kind of reach that threshold where people see that you are an, a professional of some sort, then they want to ask you their questions, which which is totally fine until you know you having Facebook discussions with people and like uh, okay, this might be <laughs> a violation. Time to send an invoice after ten minutes. Hey, and I need to get paid. Yeah, <laughs> ten minutes of invoice. You gonna have me on yes. my loans? That's cool. Yeah, That's yeah. Funny. 
But no, I'm I'm really happy to be here, y'all. Um, so uh, yes, I'm Sarah Hardin. Um, I I like to call myself multifaceted. Um, I am a physician. I have training in internal medicine, which for those who don't know is adult medicine. Um, it's um, all the different adult things. So it's where your specialists come from, your cardiologists, your GI doctors, but um, general internal medicine. And I'm also like, so I, I call myself like a left and right brain. So I have always been into the arts. And I think April, you've seen a lot. Um, April and I went to Tuskegee Tee. together. So that's how we know each other. But um, uh, for everyone else, like I, I just indulge in creative things, creative, like it could be music, um, love music, love theater love anything that is creative inspiring so it's it's kind of like a a toss-up between the two things for me because I, I kind of have a lot of interests right now that are outside of medicine um but I am also a wife I'm a mom wife of five years mom of three years my son um so hopefully y'all don't hear him in the background my husband has him at bay right now <laughs> Right before I hopped on here, I was making breakfast and I was like, all right, keep it right here. And he's like, mama, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's like, mama got to go. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I, I'm very, um, I have, I, like I said, I have a lot of different interests and all of them have kind of just come into fruition. We're on hold for a little while, which I can definitely talk about throughout this um this talk um but now kind of rejoined myself after a few trials and you know i'm just taking it day by day i'm just regular person taking it day by day so, one hour at a but, time that's all yeah, we can do that's all yeah. we can do i think i'm on 15 minute intervals <laughs> at this point <laughs> probably like minute by minute yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we are happy to have you here. Um, so we'll jump into all of those things um, during okay. in, a little later in the show. We get into okay. all the questions that we have for you. <laughs> but right. before right. we do that, y'all, let's jump into the media minute. Let's talk a little bit about what's been happening this week in the media. Um, yeah. A lot has been happening. And so I'm not going to act like we're going to talk about all of those things because what we want to talk about today is the inauguration of our oh 46th president and not so much the you know actual like policy and government side of it we are here to talk about these fashions yes Lord. so oh, yes. this was the inauguration of the colorful coat yes honey <laughs> Yes. The inauguration of yep. the colorful coat where these amazing women came through with the fashions for the day. So we we can talk about, well, I'll save the best for last, but we can talk about Jill Biden with yes. her amazing coat. Yes. We can talk about Amanda Gorman with this amazing yellow Beautiful. and red ensemble. Yeah. And then we can talk, of course, you know, Kamala came through with her beautiful, I'm, I'm a fan of the long coats, you mm. know, and how, you know, with the pantsuit and just how regal it looks. And then, of course, our forever first lady, forever. Michelle Obama 
came through with yeah. the shoulder pads, the belt, the plum, that the plum curls, the wrap. The I mean, I'm gonna need them to make a Barbie doll yes. off of Michelle from that yes. day. Like that, yes. that was a whole look. Outfit. everything yeah. everything i almost forgot yeah, that it wasn't her day uh, well right. in my mind it's always it's always it's her day. day right <laughs> yeah i loved it i mean i think the jewel tones yes. were um on point you know it's just all about the bright colors and um i was uh, i was definitely obsessed with the outfits as well yeah Mm. I love the style component. I wondered how strict they were. Like, do you have to submit your outfit beforehand? Because once I saw the pictures of all of the women, like somebody had um, put them like in a photo collage. And I was like, oh, it blends. Like, this seems very intentional. Mm. Like, it was very monotone or monochromatic, rather. Um, mm. And even Lady yeah. Gaga was subdued. Because, you know, she she will come with a theme. Um, mm-hmm. But even her mm-hmm. outfit, oh, so I was kind of thinking, like, I wonder how many people, yeah. like, did they send you can only do this? Because, you know, certain colors pop on camera and all this stuff. Right. But, like, who was yeah. the stylist of, like, let me see what y'all wear and put out your outfit, you know, a week before. <laughs> right. That's very, yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, part, I forgot, I don't know how I forgot to mention this, but I'm, like, heavy into style. That's, like, the main part of who I am. Um, I think I'm a stylist to the stars in my <laughs> All head. All right, yes. So, um, yeah, <laughs> we go, we go, put yes. that into the atmosphere. But, <laughs> um, um, but anyway, yeah, I think I, I wonder if they had like somebody to submit, like, or who orchestrated all of that mm-hmm. because it was it is it was definitely like a matchup for how everything was coordinated. Yeah, just yeah, I don't know. I I, I wonder that too. it was perfectly done, yeah. but I I do recall. Yeah. Um, um, Kamala stating that or they, them reporting that she intentionally wore the purple in um, um, just as a, a tribute to uh, Shirley Chisholm and her, oh, in her okay. run so I was like okay her color choice had significance okay. because I literally was like interesting like I think that color looks so great on her and my question was, I wonder what made her choose that shade of purple or what made her choose mm, purple. Yeah. And so yeah, for them mm-hmm. to kind of mention that, I was like, yes, like the meaning, like you are fly yeah. and you are representing for yeah. the sisters. Like I loved, I love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in my mind, I feel like once she figured out her outfit, she got on the phone with Jill and Michelle <laughs> like y'all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm wearing. We need to, so better come with you it. know, we yeah. need to coordinate because we yeah. can't be uncoordinated on the big That's day. Funny. You know, it's just it yeah. just doesn't work that way. <laughs> and I feel like mm-hmm. they might have all also had the same hairstylist because, like, everybody had like a nice like that curl flip. Like mm-hmm. they they hired a, a a professional to get that curl flip and was like we working with the cold weather like I got this 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 holding spray that's just gonna work magic because when I tell you those curls didn't go anywhere in the snow I mm-hmm. mean it just straight started snowing and y'all hair was like a Vidal Sassoon commercial from the night <laughs> so I found the stylist who did um Michelle Obama's hair they had tagged yeah. her on a couple of uh accounts so she's in DC 
And yeah. I, I was looking at her, like her tag. She she did a, a webinar on like how to attract high ticket clients. I was like, I bet, mm-hmm. I bet you do have high ticket clients. I, <laughs> I was bet. like, let me yeah. see what her, her prices weren't as bad oh. as I thought. Like, I'm pretty sure they're about to go up really? now. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She's yeah. unbookable at this point. In her DMs right now. The yeah. going <laughs> She's yeah. unbookable. I'm sure. Somebody said she used they used flexi oh, rods absolutely. or something. That was mm-hmm. that was yeah. the orange flexi I'm a rods. Fan of the flexi yeah, rod. yeah. That was oh, the, the big ones. ones. Yeah. <laughs> the big ones. I'm a fan of them. I'm yeah. a fan. Let me tell you. And they combed those wraps down, right? As they Girl. were pulling yeah. on. Oh no, no. Avenue. I don't even think that was they they didn't for Michelle Obama, I think that was all flexi yep. rod and they had a a paddle brush. Yep. Brush that thing all yeah, out right yeah. beforehand and maybe mm-hmm. did a little yep. touch up with mm-hmm. a one, you know, barrel wand. And probably some pump it up. She probably went old school because you know she had to be ready. I'm telling y'all, 1990s. All right, we done went on a whole tangent. A whole tangent. Let me tell you. Well, speaking of speaking of things lasting and not lasting, is the other media minute, and that is insecure. How are y'all feeling about? Insecure being on the fifth and final season. It's time. Mm-hmm. You think so? Because yes. I think they're going to run out of stuff. And I think it's always best for a show yeah. to end on a positive note, on a high note, than you is when it, then for them to start jumping the shark and just having filler mm-hmm. episodes. But I think it's time. I think right. we've seen the evolution of. Issa and Lawrence, we've seen their friends mm-hmm. grow. I think it's uh, considering the concept of what the show was about. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. If we think yeah. about the concept, I I think I'm just being selfish. Like, well, what am I gonna Me? watch? <laughs> what are we gonna right. talk about? You know, um, I'm definitely sad to see it go. But if we think about it in that way, like the concept, the evolution of the characters, kind of where they're going. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. especially if they bring back this season and we see a lot of growth for Molly and Issa in their relationship. Yeah. I do yeah. think, you yeah. know, at, at at that point, like what do you do? Where do you go? Yeah. Yeah. And can I just shout out um, you know, the therapist and the therapy component yes. to that show, especially with Molly. Um, yes. you know, that that's such that's so huge and I could go on and on about it too, uh, but yeah, it's so so relatable. Yeah, um, you know, and I wonder what did you guys do? You guys think um, watching those interactions from the show? Uh, did you have any any thoughts about it? I just so much appreciate like seeing um, a strong black therapist on a show that's actually doing things that are not cringeworthy because there's so many times where you see things um, in the media um, and, you know, when it's your craft, when it's your, your profession, yeah. you're very sensitive to yeah. that kind of stuff. And so yeah, yeah. I think, I think her therapist has done an amazing job. Clearly they've mm-hmm. talked to someone and uh, you know, I, I feel like they had because. to have talked to someone about what is this, really look like what should this really look like oh yeah they in definitely a therapeutic yeah. situation As a matter of fact let me yes. see how i can yeah that's that. what i said look at, i really want to be a consultant to 
Oh, not necessarily just TV shows, but also like plays. Mm. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess plays aren't really on and popping during this time of COVID. But right. I would absolutely <laughs> love to be a consultant to like just playwrights. Mm-hmm. They one of my classmates from my master program was a consultant for a TV show, um, mm-hmm. and I had a another a soror who she did evaluations for reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, she did psyche mm-hmm. veils for reality TV. That's awesome. Wow, That's dope. yeah, yeah. I would love. To I do would that. love that. It's yeah. It's it's kind of an interesting niche too because I I was looking into it. You know, we see so many medical shows, yeah. and you'd be looking at them and like, oh, they really don't do that. Okay, I guess they don't do it. Well, we have, we only got an hour, so we got to make this happen and save this person. <laughs> you're like, I get records well, back I mean, that fast. <laughs> thank you that's they, they true the whole they got the whole er in there <laughs> but yeah it's it is kind of cool when you see um your craft being represented and i think especially with zakira that was something that stood out mm-hmm. it, for me watching you know um on the other side as someone who has received therapy and and currently receives therapy i thought that was really awesome mm-hmm. for for molly and then yeah along with the storyline i don't I agree with you all. Like, I'm not really sure what more the writers can, um, I mean, they probably can come up with some more things, but probably with where they are in their lives, mm-hmm. um, how to how to really go from there and from where they left off in the last season. Yeah. You know, some big things popping in the last season. I also anticipate a lot, a lot so. of uh, things coming from Issa. Yes. Lots of projects. Um, yeah. I just, I, I love her and I'm just, I'm so interested to see how she evolves and grows mm-hmm. um, into her career and what she's going to, you know, bring out. Ditto. Mm-hmm. You know, That's- I hope she's another Shonda Rhimes and in, in, oh, in yeah. her lane, yeah. you know? Oh so. yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. It's exactly yeah. what I was thinking yeah. about. Like that would be great to see her develop in that way mm-hmm. where she is kind of just taking hold and power of like her next steps because Shonda has taken the power of her next steps and you know I'm I'm excited to see what she continues to do Mm -hmm. because yeah awesome awesome well we are gonna go right into um the purpose of our show so we have um wonderful Dr. Farrah Hardin with us and the real purpose of you know kind of having you here is we love to have other professionals with us to kind of talk about the things that they do. But one of the, you know, kind of focuses is really like, you know, we have a lot of listeners who are professionals, who are parents, who are lots of different roles. And, you know, I think it would be a great opportunity, especially with everything that we've gone through from last year, rolling into this year, and to really talk about like what it's like to have you know, responsibilities and, you know, have a major career, but also have a family, also have hobbies and interests, as you mentioned, and just making sure that we balance all that, regardless of kind of what's going on um, in the world. Um, So that's kind of what we want to talk about today and just kind of hear from you and um, get your thoughts and feedback on, on how you do all that. So we we have lots of great questions for you. Hopefully we can get to all of them. Um, but I mean, who wants to dive in first? 
Yeah, I'll jump in, especially because we were just talking a little bit about managing mental health when we were talking about insecure and therapy and what that looks like. And so with all of the roles that you're juggling, like you said at the very beginning, you know, doctor, mom, wife, friends, like all of these things that we tend to juggle as black women, how do you take care of your mental health with juggling all of those things? Well, you know, it's, it's really, you know, I love that that was a nice segue too, because I have been so, so big on, um, on therapy this year, um, uh, or this past year, because, um, last year, just to back it up, my dad, um, passed from colon cancer. And so I was not only, um, and it was at the height of the pandemic. So I was not only, uh, you know, trying to play that you know, advocate role and be the daughter and the doctor. But, you know, I was trying to figure out how to grieve. You know, we saw so many things during the, the pandemic starting last year. And I'll, I'll kind of branch off and say, like, your doctor needs a, a therapist. Every doctor needs a therapist after this past year. Um, because dealing with your normal day-to-day life, in addition to seeing life escape on a routine basis and you know and not just your run-of-the-mill life escaping but this pandemic has shown us that um, something can come in and just wipe things away um, very quickly and so um, dealing with that and then you know of course we had a lot of the racial tension um, you know it's very hard not just being a, a physician in these times, but a woman physician, a black woman physician, um, 2% of the population of physicians. And so, you know, I'm, I'm also a mom. And so when, um, you know, I saw, you know, George Floyd on the, you know, yeah, on, on the, yeah. when he was killed yeah. and he called out for his mother, you know, that, mm. that struck me because I have a black son. So, you know, I, I was kind of in a very, really, really dark place and deep place last summer. I sought out virtual therapy um, and it really, really helped me, especially in getting through the times we were in and just, you know, some, some other times I'd had before. So, you know, I feel like um, that has been a really, really big help for me in addition to, um, you know, just, just getting the motivation back to, to do the things I, I love to do. Um, I forgot to mention this when I was introducing myself, but I used to run a social media Instagram platform called the, the Vogue MD, uh, which I recently reconnected with. But um, it was a huge passion of mine. I just kind of put it away because I had so much going on. But um, getting back into therapy uh, really kind of encouraged me to do the things that I used to do. You can be a lot of different things. And sometimes things have to, other things have to take a back seat um, when, you're, when you're trying to do for yourself. But that doesn't mean that they're not important. And so I had to, I've been learning to prioritize my self-care. I've been learning to ask for help, you know, as type A, folks who are like constantly <laughs> thinking that we can do it all. Um, you know, I'm a co- recovering perfectionist. So I've learned through some coaching that I've been 
a part of that perfectionism is a form of procrastination mm. at times. And so mm-hmm. you kind of have to learn when to just go for it and, you know, and see what happens. And, and also just ask, like I said, asking for help, asking for support. Like um, if I need my husband to watch our son, you know, I, I just need to ask, you know, he can't read my mind. <laughs> and that's, that's a little bit of a relationship dynamic that I'm jumping <laughs> You probably don't have time for, <laughs> but um, I just um, I just have to um, say that it's it, this past year has probably been a unique year for learning how to mm-hmm. um, balance roles, and I think that um, giving yourself the grace or me me learning to give myself the grace to um, say no to things or just uh, take time for myself has been the key. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a constant lesson for me. I love that you said you are a recovering perfectionist, <laughs> you know, cause some people wear the perfectionism as a badge of honor, not recognizing yeah. um, how sometimes that can be debilitating in their oh, lives. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you, cause you already kind of talked about how you balance the roles can you recognize or recall when you um, figured out like, okay, I'm not quite balancing or I need to start doing something different so that I can maybe better balance my roles? What was that um, trigger thing for you if there was one or a few things that maybe like yeah, let you know? There was, um, there were, um, actually specifically um, after I lost my dad and then, you know, with the, with the pandemic at its height, I, I returned to work. And then I remember um, I had a moment where I was seeing a patient and I, um, I couldn't, I, I had the patient, you know, I finished seeing the patient and my nurse and medical assistant just had to close the door because I just broke down. I just couldn't do, I was just not in a frame to continue um in that moment and that kind of was was um that was life-changing for me because at that time I hadn't gotten into therapy and I've been doing it virtually so um but I had gotten into therapy I had kind of disconnected from from people and you know I was still active on social media but I wasn't really um yeah I was put on the front and I was, uh, you know, just going to work and doing my job and coming home. And so that was, that was, that was it. And in addition to coming home and having to be mom and having all these demands and it, it, it was, it was in that moment. And I've, I mean, I've had many moments, but I specifically remember that moment because you don't feel things piling up on you until I mean, it, it just, until it catches you off guard. Right. Um, and so in that moment, I knew that I had to do something. I had to um, pause and, and take a breath, which is totally okay to do. Um, that's another thing I've learned to do. Um, I, I used to kind of go, go, go and push through. Mm, yeah. um, but you can just be going, going, going and going in circles, you know, and not really going anywhere. So, um, mm-hmm. I paused, I took a moment, um, we played some, um, some gospel music. They got me feeling better. 
um, I was able to proceed with my day, but then I knew I had to um, make some steps to connect with some people who could help me um, process my grief in addition, in addition to um, getting back to the things that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. So, so that was a turning moment for me. Yeah. That's, that's good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and also I'm glad that you had staff or colleagues there who could support you mm -hmm. in that moment. I think that's mm -hmm. super important too, that you didn't have to have that oh, moment very. by yourself very. and that they recognize like, okay, we need to rally around and, and make mm -hmm. sure it's, yeah. it's really, yeah, it's really helpful to have um, supportive colleagues, especially in the workplace. Um, when you, you know, when you're going through things, or if you're, you're in a predominantly, you know, an environment where you're the minority, it's helpful to have at least one person. <laughs> you at can go least one. Or <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so helpful. Um, but um, yeah, that, that support is crucial. Um, and so, and sometimes you have to ask for your support, you know, it's, it, it's um, like, I keep reiterating on that point, I, I guess it's for a reason, but I want people to, if, if anything, to just take away, like, it's so you, you need to be able to ask for help um, and let people help you, you know, and it's okay to be specific in what you mean. Um, so that, that's definitely something I've, I've learned. Uh, I'm still learning too. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. I don't, I don't have all the answers, but I, I know that um, I'm in a different place and a better place than I was a year yeah. ago. So, that's good. That's awesome. um, so it kind of segues perfectly into my question around unlearning. Yeah. Um, and you touched on it Ooh. a little bit with, with the perfectionism <laughs> piece, but what other messages or beliefs or behaviors had you, um, did you have to unlearn um, that may, you know, have served you at one point or you thought was like, well, yeah, mm -hmm. this is what I'm supposed to do or this is what I'm supposed to think. And then later you were able right. to recognize like, well, maybe not. Right. I think I've had to unlearn saying yes to everything. Oh, hallelujah. Um, amen. Okay. <laughs> Say that it. again. I'm still I have to unlearn saying yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, um, you're so drawn to want to help people. Uh, you know, I think we're in helping, helping professions and, um, you want to, um, you see people who are struggling or, you know, might benefit from information, um, and I've just kind of had to learn to disengage, you know, uh, mm -hmm. if especially, um, there was something I was, uh, reading, I can't remember there were, they, like, they, if there, if it depends on like what it's been, if it's benefiting you or if it's, um, not benefiting you, but, um, I've, I've just had to learn how to triage and prioritize mm -hmm. my, um, involvement in things. And that's, that's been a lifesaver for me too. Um, so unlearning, saying yes to everything. Um, and I, I'm blanking. I mean, it's so funny because I, I was thinking about so many things, uh, that I have had to unlearn, but, um, that, that would probably be a major thing is, yeah. is the commitment. Uh, uh, you have a lot of, we have a lot of FOMO, just fear of missing out Ooh. sometimes. And Hello. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to myself too. So I'm the choir. I'm preaching to myself. 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, we have a lot of FOMO, and um, you know, in the in the age of of you know technology and social media, we we sometimes feel the need to be always on, yeah. and you know, it's okay to not be on. Um, and speaking of the um, kind of going back to the 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 medical things, you know. I've kind of, I've learned definitely when it's my time to comment on things, when the time that I'm not going to, in 2021, I'm not going to do keyboard karate with people. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'll inform, but I'm not going back and forth. So like, uh, <laughs> oh, so, and it's really hard, especially when you're typing things out for people to get your tone and to get mm-hmm. um, the message too. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, it, it, you have to, uh, at some point come to terms with, uh, people having information and giving the information and then mm-hmm. walk away. I've given my the information. Yeah, walk my away. favorite saying mm-hmm. is I refuse to argue with people about my area of expertise for free. Oh yeah. I love it. I love it. Like pay me for that. Right. Yeah, yeah. maybe. And, you know, people, uh, people are, especially now with COVID, you know, I call them social media scientists and, you know, they, they got all the facts and it's, and it's, you know what, there's so many, um, there's so, there is a lot of misinformation out there. And so with, with a lot of things and, um, you know, I, I do realize we, it's, it's, it's that going back to that balance, like we have a simultaneous responsibility to inform um, especially when, you know, people could benefit and, you know, if something might hurt someone, you definitely don't want that, but, you know, y- you want to use your time wisely and, and provide information, but also um, not engage in anything that's going to not just be, um, you know, turn into some sort of argument, but it could um, lead to things that could damage you professionally. And so, you know, that's, that's the simultaneous thing I have to keep in mind <laughs> is that I have a job to go to and I have bills to pay. And so I really don't want this to mess that up. <laughs> right. Um, that makes me think so. about like, um, you know, going through graduate school when they always said like, yeah. always assume that you might end up in court one day you know, it's real about like, whatever you do, whether it's in a clinical setting, something that you said that can be circled back to. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes, one of the things that limits me from even responding to stuff on social media is that if I can't support it with a reputable article that you can click on and read for yourself, I'm not even going to comment because you can take my words out of context, you know, or anything can happen. I was like, and half the time, it doesn't even matter. I can share the most, you know, accurate information with some people and they would Mm -hmm. rather rely on their TMZ resources um, over anything clinical or factual. And I, I, and it's, yeah. And I, I deal with that, um, you know, on the job when I'm making decisions about people's care, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, um, I want to be able to sleep at night. And so if I, you know, we've talked about something and, you know, collectively we make an informed decision, then that's it. You know, I have to trust mm-hmm. my judgment um, and trust that, you know, it was in the best interest, you know, document it out and go from there. So, um, so I, I don't know. I think this balance, the balance of um, 
of what we do um, both professionally and outside of professional environment, um, I think it, it makes us, uh, you know, it makes us tick, it makes us keep going, it makes us yearn for more information. Um, but, you know, we, it, it's, um, I think it's an, it's an ongoing process. And I think it de definitely depends on what season of your life mm, you're in, yeah. and where you put most of your energy for it mm -hmm. yeah it reminds me of that saying you don't have to join every fight you're invited to true right it so true. Yeah. i love that thought of you know just say no to the um, keyboard karate <laughs> yeah yep that's I, I i don't know where i came up with that but i you know i found myself jumping back and forth i was like oh, i can't i don't know i don't first of all i have time yeah. I, I like i'm taking a break to do this but then, <laughs> you know but i rather um talk to people and have conversations like this you know mm -hmm. um but you know it's 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 definitely something to think about when you're yeah. putting your time in different places. Right, so. like being able to have those boundaries because a big part mm -hmm. of balancing is boundaries. You know, where Correct. are you going to put your time? Where are you going to put your energy? And I think yeah. it's really hard for a lot of people. Um, I just did a post that said, let your no's protect your yeses. And oh. so like being able to say no is a protection for the times when you need to say yes, right? So if I, I've, I yeah, if I've I like that. put all my energy everywhere because I'm saying yes to everything, then mm -hmm. when I really need to say yes in those really beneficial spaces, yeah, I don't have the energy to do that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. and so yeah. it's so and important. I, I had a couple. yeah, and I I like that. You I mean you? I love that because it's it's kind of like it, it is a protection mechanism. Um, so that you can, you you don't know when you're going to be able to say, or when you will need to say yes to something that comes up, it might be something tomorrow or next week. Um, but you know that if something that you are presented with is going to be a huge investment of your time, um, and you know it's it's not something that you you are currently have time for, or may even uh, be interested in, you you just say no. And and I I love that. Um, what makes us multifaceted is that we can still be a part of things. We don't necessarily have to be the chief or the leader. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. we can we can we can participate and still be informed and listen and communicate, but we don't have to lead everything. And that's right. important well. because, you know, it's okay to say, no, I can't do this part that you're asking me, but I'm certainly willing to participate in sure. this other yeah. piece. And yeah. um, you be you are in control of making that decision for yourself. Yes. Um, right. And I had right. a coworker that, you know, she said that the way that she determined her yeses and her noes was first of all knowing what your your overall goals are, whether it's personal, professional, whatever it might be, and have a clear mm -hmm. understanding for yourself what those mm -hmm. things are, so that when people come and ask you you know, to do things and take on different things, you evaluate and say, how yeah. does this fit into my mm, personal yeah. goal? Or how does this fit into yeah. my professional goal? And if it doesn't, then it was, a, then it was a no, regardless of, well, I have time to do it, or I could do it. But, right. you know, if it's not going to benefit my personal growth, um, or something that's of value to me, then it's mm -hmm. not necessarily something that I want to prioritize my time and energy mm -hmm. to. 
Yeah. Give me my award for participation. Because let me tell you, the B string (laughs) and the C string still got a Super Bowl ring. Okay, Okay, girl. (laughs) Do not have to be the quarterback. Hey, it is so that that I could like have like go down so many paths just from that one thing. (laughs) I'm reading. I'm I'm trying to be more intentional about my reading, leisurely reading, um, to help me grow more as a person. Because I. I never used to read. I don't know if you all like just read for fun or you're avid readers, but I used to just read stuff for work. You know, I was going to say there was usually work. not a lot of time. Like you would want to. There's no time. Well, no I'm in, in part of my journey and growing and trying to get back into things that um, are interesting to me to help me balance things. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the book Atomic Habits um, by James Clear, but it's hmm. a great book. Um, and it talks about systems and goals. And so you mentioned goals, um, Erica. And so I was thinking to myself, like, okay, there are things, there are goals that we have, um, and you know, but we we definitely have to be mindful of the systems or the ways in which we're trying to reach those goals. And then the goals, the goals then no longer become your main focus. It's about really about how you're getting there. And so um and that all of that ties into like what we commit ourselves to. Um, so I, I love that you mentioned that because I'm I'm still learning that. <laughs> that reminds me a little bit of uh, a little bit of the plot or the message from Soul. Hmm. Oh yeah, I haven't gotten. I haven't. Seen I haven't it. Oh, okay, never, yeah. never mind. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I mean, that's I've, I've I've seen people talk about the plot and the you know the overall main idea. I still yeah. want to see it. Well, there was a, it was a p- the piece about um like pursuing your passion but not being obsessed mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. like understanding that there are other mm-hmm. parts of your life that matter as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But I think it's hard, right? I think it's really difficult Mm -hmm. because we really want to be good in these different areas of our life, right? So I want to be a good psychologist. I want to be a good friend. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think of one of the questions is, you know, in what way does needing to be a good, whatever your role is, right? A good doctor, a good mom, a good wife. Mm -hmm. Like, how Mm -hmm. does that influence the way that you kind of manage your day-to-day, how you live your day-to-day life? I will say that um, my focus has shifted from um, classifying myself as a good something because when I was focused on that, I drove myself crazy. Um. If it was, let me, I, so I'll just tell you guys, I had my son when I was in residency and um, you guys know, like people like in residency, it's, it's just like probably the the worst part of training <laughs> 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 because you're, you're, you're like in this training environment and it's, um, it's really demanding. The demands are huge. Um, and so I, um, I, I was really from jump trying to focus on okay um you let me figure it let me try to breastfeed and um you know I'm I'm really really trying at that and trying to figure out how to pump while going back to work and um you know am am I a good mom because I'm I'm low producing now and so now I can't um get enough breast milk out now I have to supplement with formula you know we get into our heads a lot um and so it's it's um 
it's it's a lot to focus on being a good something and <clears throat> that's when i when i was just mentioned about like the systems or the um the ways in which you get to your goals is definitely a, has has been a huge change for me because now i'm more focused on okay what am i doing to within this role okay if i'm if i'm doing good if i'm um you know meeting a, a need it might not be met today it might be met tomorrow you know depending on the priority of the need but if i'm if my if i'm focused on meeting the need then that makes me a good mother that makes me a good wife that makes me a good doctor um you know and so that to me just to kind of answer the question is uh, I, again i i don't I don't really know what makes someone a good anything outside of your dedication to the task at hand. Um, and as long as it's meeting the need and meeting the, the um, whatever the uh, priority is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that that kind of puts you in that category, but it's, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's really hard to answer that question. So I'm not really sure if I answered it, but um it's, it's, it's just hard to really be be all of those things yeah. equally sometimes. Right, well, right. I think you answered I, it. Yeah, yeah, I think you did too. Most certainly. I think okay. you definitely. I, I, was like, I was speaking and I was like, I hope this is making sense. I was like, it does. <laughs> because, and I think when we just like hearing your process of answering it of like, wait, like, like wrestling <laughs> with the question often mirrors how we wrestle with that statement of oh, wow. I need to be good. I need to be yeah. good at all of these things. And that's yeah. not really realistic. You know, it's yeah. really not. Um, yeah. Because you only get so much I often say it's kind of like you only get a certain amount of energy pennies in a day. <laughs> And <laughs> I love you that. only get to deposit them in certain areas. And so on this day, I might have to deposit all of my energy pennies on a friend or yeah. most of them on daughter or, mm, you know, and I yeah. only have a couple left to deposit on psychologists. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. just how it is, you know. And that so, is just how it is. Yeah. yeah. And, I, think, and I, I love you for saying that because yeah. I it definitely has been um as a recovering perfectionist uh someone um who used to put a lot of weight on having to multitask mm -hmm. you know can't always do that um and so yeah something something might sac be sacrificed for the day um and it doesn't mean that it's not important it just means yeah. that on that particular at that particular time um your energy need to be focused yeah. on something else on something else in order for um, you to be the best that you can be in yeah. those yes. roles in order to be right. the overall good yeah. i think if i'm giving <laughs> you, know? you a raggedy penny i wasn't the best friend that i could be to you you know and yeah. so being able to yeah. recognize that and not allowing yeah. it to impact how you feel about yourself like yeah. i think that's big it's really big oh yeah yeah. And I'll say, especially after this year, we've had um, the investment in caring for yourself and, you know, mental health, all the self-care um, make the speaking just for me, like it's made me a better doctor. It's made me a better wife, a better mom, you know, um, daughter, whatever my role is, it's, it's, it's made me um, function better and be happier, <laughs> you know? 
So, because we can function, but you know, are you are you just going through the motions functioning, or are you just are you or are you do you truly have some some joy that you're trying to obtain? And so, I think that um, that shift has has been so crucial for me. Yeah. It really has. I appreciate you saying um, what you said because in the beginning of my finding out I was pregnant and all of my transitions. Thank you. That um, I struggled and Shari knows like I would probably call her and have, I I don't know how many breakdowns I've had about trying to, you know, balance. um, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be a mom, but there's these things that I haven't done career wise that were all on my planned, you know, schedule. And I'm like, this is going to throw me off. And like, now I'm going to lose a sense of myself as a professional. Um, And so that was a struggle for me. So just wanted to kind of ask your opinion on what advice would you give a person who feels like they, they have to choose? Because I think that's where I was in this place. Like, Mm -hmm. I have to now choose, am I going to be a quote unquote good psychologist, professor, whatever, um, or a good mother. And Um, also feeling like there's these expectations of what a good this or that looks like and me not necessarily agreeing with those expectations. Right, right. And those are, I mean, you hit, hit the nail on the head with like feeling like you have to choose because of where you currently are in your season. And so um, from what I've learned, if I, you know, I just had to give, have to give advice, I would just say, um, you really can only take every day, a day at a time. Um, And it just because you're entering a new season of your life, it doesn't take away from the roles that you currently hold. Um, and so, you know, you're, you're professional, you're this, you're that, you're about to be a mom. Um, you, you, you have a whole, uh, professional degree that you, you know, you've worked so hard for. Um, it's, it's still there. It's just now you are enhanced in a way, (laughs) you know, (laughs) with, um, with that. So I have tried to learn to not see my roles as, um, you know, things that I have to necessarily devote my energy to in one way or another, I've just learned to see them as these are all the people I am. These are all the hats mm-hmm. I wear. And, um, you know, they, they, I just, I, I carry them with me, you know, whatever, whatever I'm trying to do for the day. Um, I, it's hard to, it, and I will admit, it's hard to answer the question of to choose professional um, your professional career over being a family or choosing a family. Um, it's, it's really difficult because I do think it depends on the amount of support one has. Um, that's super cr- crucial, um, both professionally and um, at home. You know, it, it really does depend on that. Um, it, it, um, it's hard. It's really hard to answer that question. Um, I just want to be an example to to others. Um, if you want, if anyone wants to look at me, um, just know that you, you don't have, you, you can have it all. You can, but you have to realize that on set, like, you know, we've said before on some days and at some time, 
something is going to be sacrificed and it doesn't mean that it's not important. It right. just means that at that particular moment, it had to not be the, the main priority. Yeah. Um, and that, and again, that's going to shift all the time. Yeah. Yep. And I think we have to be okay with the shift. That's, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. We have to be okay with the date with a shift and know that we're still, we're still all of these things, you know? Yeah. I love that you said the shift. Cause as, as we were, you all were talking, we were talking about, um, you know, being a good fill in a blank. Um, I think yeah. part of being okay with that is shifting the definition of good and understanding that what makes us a good friend good is not a snapshot of something we've done like mm-hmm. it's, it's a oh my God, it's an average that. right like right. you do some things yeah. wrong but hopefully you do more things right and it all comes out in the wash yeah. that's what makes it gosh April, you're preaching right <laughs> I mean it's not a snapshot and I mean we get we can get yeah. hung up on that and um I and that's 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 really important to realize like you're and it's it's just it's so much more it's so much more so I mean just I would just tell if you're if you're ready for you know you can never let me just take that back let me rewind it back you people you you may not be ready for whatever's to come um but your steps are ordered all you have to do is just hey that's a t-shirt so yes yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. I think we need to go back and listen to all of these shows because we have at least five, like ten, at least yeah. five to ten shirts, and, that, and we need to yeah. go ahead and just put these yeah. things on out here. <laughs> yeah. And I have to, yeah. And that, um, I that was I I was on a um uh, a social media platform once, and I, I have to give a, sh- a shout out to one of my current coaches. Um, Dr. Kimmy, who's helping me because I, um, that spoke to me one day and, um, I definitely think that that's true. Like you, we, we get, we can get really hung up on, um, the destination and the roles, but, um, we are, we are these things and we where our steps are there. I mean, our, our steps are ordered. And so we just, we got to take that. We just got to take love that. Steps. That's so good. The world is so yeah. small too. Uh, uh, I know Dr. It, Kimmy, it, she's awesome. Yeah, I know you know her. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Such a small yeah. world. I guess probably it's super small for, for a black physician. So I'm sure all y'all know each other yeah. anyway. It's there. Right. Yeah, we, we kind of do. We still, <laughs> it's funny as we're still figuring out who's who, but um, yeah, it's a small world. And I, know, and I know you guys probably have the same kind of platforms. Like, and I love that, you know, with this, platform that you guys have that you're able to um you know have folks like me on and then also talk about all the things going on you know I think is you know I I don't know what you guys feel about this this quote stigma of mental health but um you know I'm just so happy that so many things are coming to the forefront now with um you know, I hate that it's taken the things to make it come to the forefront, but I'm really, really happy to see people investing in their mental health yeah. now. Um, as a, a, a physician, you know, part of the things that I've seen, uh, you, you know, people will come to the, come to see you for um, their chronic medical issue. And then you realize at the end of the visit that they might be depressed or they may be anxious. And a lot of times these things 
are manifesting. You guys probably already know this as physical symptoms, but it's really something else. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it's, it's been a big job of mine to tease those things out as well. So, I mean, I really appreciate y'all. I love to see black women, women winning and, um, this, I think this is just awesome. Yeah, well, we are so. excited to have this platform and definitely appreciate you um, yeah. for coming on and dropping so many gems, um, yes. yeah. particularly, you know, for, for future MDs out there, you know, hopefully there's someone listening yes. who is wondering what, you yes. know, what's possible for them. And if, you know, being, you know, a black girl from Atlanta, Georgia, who wants to be a doctor hey. one day. Hey. Yeah, and I'm from Atlanta, Atlanta. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. Like, Throw that in real quick because I, you know, I'm real big on the outskirts versus the city. But <laughs> <laughs> I am from the SWATs, aka Southwest Atlanta. Oh, yeah. So I am born and raised. What high school did you graduate Southwest from? Atlanta. I went you to, went Mays to Mays. High school. Okay. Benjamin yeah. E. Mays. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we had all the, I was in a marching band. I was majorette. I did all the things. Okay. So, you know, Band life is really big here, um, marching band life, as it is for you know, a lot of Black mm-hmm. schools. But um, yeah, that was kind of my life growing up. All, all the stuff you see, well, not all the stuff you see on, you know, the show Atlanta, but like, <laughs> 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 I was, like doing illegal stuff. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it's, I'm, I'm homegrown. And I, I, I love to reference that when if anybody who meets me, um, you know, I, 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 I love to reference the fact that I, I come from humble beginnings. Um, and, you know, when you, you just put one front of the, one foot in front of the other and um, reach out for mentors, you know, if you don't have it, sometimes you have to reach for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. thankfully I've, I've had those things to get me to this place, but um, I'm happy to, answer any questions for anyone out there and who has a question about how to get to where I am because we what I've learned is that your um, mentors don't have to be or mentees don't have to be people who are these astronomical people who've arrived mm-hmm. you know yeah. it can just yeah. be someone who's just made it to the next level that you've made it to I mean you because then you're closer to be able to pull them up yeah so that's great you know um, I think that it's it's, it's all a process for how we grow in life is to receive the information, but also pass it along. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you so yeah. much, uh, Dr. Yeah. Harden, for being here. All of the information that you've imparted and just your thoughts. I think this was a really great conversation. Yeah. Um, and so now we're going to roll into our next part of our show which is everybody's favorite (laughs) (laughs) and that is send when your love so what we like to do is um you know there's often a lot of you know negativity or you know bad things that happen but we want to take a moment to kind of highlight good things so someone something that happened over the course of the week that you want to send your love to um, just, you know, as a positive shout out and just recognition of good things happening in life. It can be big or small. A lot of times it's around food. Because that is definitely <laughs> what mine is today. 
<laughs> but whatever it is. So um, who would like to go first with sending one um, their love? I'll go first because mine is so superficial. Um, I would like to send my love out to Jazzy Cheesecakes in Charlotte. I posted a, I put it in our group me. Um, I've been following this account for a minute. I don't even know how. I love sweets, but I love specifically, I love cheesecake. I want to shout out Jazzy Cheesecakes in Charlotte for posting this strawberry white chocolate Godiva cake that I have oh, already made up in my that mind sounds that amazing. I will be driving to Charlotte sometime next weekend Girl. to get a cheesecake. <laughs> That sounds um, amazing. I'm here for so, it. Shout out to, um, yeah. I'm so like, I am here. And she's for on Instagram, it. Jazzy Cheesecake yeah. CLT. So I'm going to send my love out to you for using your gifts, Jazzy. <laughs> yeah, she should. I was going to say, <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's beautiful. <laughs> Um, well, I'll stick to the superficial because, um, and because, uh, Dr. Farrow was talking about being homegrown, um, from the ATL <laughs> and, um, I am from Alabama, love my Alabama roots and growing oh. up, we used to eat and they don't even make these cookies anymore. They're called Jack cookies. April, are you familiar with Jack cookies? No. I am. Are they the ones with the pink icing they were, on there? No, these were big round cookies. They're like this big. They have a J, Ooh. but it's like a little, I guess like a little jack-in-the-box head that's on them. Mm-hmm. They're yep. called jack cookies. They got the little like little like spirally things around them. A- around it. Yeah. So they're what? these big jack cookies. The company that made the cookies no longer exists anymore. But when I was growing <laughs> up, we used to eat these cookies. With red rim cheese. Red rim cheese. Uh, the like what do you call it? Hoop cheese. <laughs> no. Or oh the... gosh, my granddad. It's a, it's knows. a red yeah, rim cheddar yep. cheese. Yeah. Yeah, like a cheddar. Gosh, oh. I know exactly. Can I think of the name? I know the cheese you're talking about, though. I have been wanting these cookies and cheese for so long, but during my pregnancy, I have really, really wanted these cookies. That's so hilarious. this weekend, okay. my parents came up because they're really trying to help me get my life together for this child to arrive mm-hmm. into the world. So they came to help mm-hmm. me and my husband get our house together and just do different tasks. And we were out at one of my favorite ratchet stores. And they don't have Jack cookies, but they <laughs> have this alternative cookie. And my parent and I was like, I need to find <laughs> these cookies. And I found the cookies that are the alternative to, I call them, my, my grandfather used to call anything that wasn't the actual brand an outlaw. So I found these outlaw cookies that are going to substitute for my Jack cookies. And I went and got me some red rim cheese. And I am so excited mm-hmm. to eat these cookies and cheese. Now, I don't know That's how my baby's going to respond or, or my <laughs> body, but I want to shout out to these outlaw cookies for even existing to allow me to possibly have this nostalgic moment and enjoy these cookies and cheese that I'm about to tear up as soon as we get off of recording. <laughs> I love that she's looking forward to it. I am so excited. Yes. That's hilarious. Um, I can jump in. I really don't have one, but I'm going to make one up on the spot. So <laughs> I, 
I'm going to send my love to the people who have been making these Bernie memes, these Bernie Sanders memes, because I absolutely love how it has gone from memes to people just putting it in their own personal pictures. Like I've had friends who will like Photoshop Bernie in to like them eating dinner with the kids, like Bernie's at the table. (laughs) Like I've had like different stores who have photoshopped. I follow rap life on Instagram. They did a Photoshop of them putting a wrap on Bernie's head. Like I (laughs) no, ma'am. I'm so excited about it. I am so here for it because when I tell you Bernie was like, and he's so cute. He was like, I was just cold. Like I was trying not to be cold. And he has now become like the 2021 phenomenon for me. Yeah. Yeah. He's single-handedly making us laugh through this. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, If I, so I'm going to, I'm going to be a little superficial too. Um, I, so I, do y'all like Target? Uh, Please tell me. I'm yes. yes. Hello, Target, Target shirt okay. on right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I see. I peeped that. So I took advantage of um, getting their Black History line early because last year I was slacking. So I ordered a bunch of stuff and um, I, I wore, a, they have a Black is Beautiful sweatshirt mm-hmm. that um, that came out that was part of the line this year. So I, I took a selfie in it. I, I tweeted my picture and I Instagrammed my picture and they shouted me out, y'all. Yes. I was on a, they shouted me out. I was like, Target said something. Oh I my was, God. Yeah, that's awesome. You can tell me I wasn't important because Target reached out I would out put that me. on my CD, honestly. <laughs> I'm in my byline. I felt, uh, yeah, I was like, well, day, Target, thank you. Um, but no, I just, I, I want to shout out um, the, that line, because I was, I really love the stuff that's come from there, but I really, really just want to be superficial and, and feel that shout out. <laughs> I would screenshot it and print that on the shirt. Right. I was about to, yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, I did it from my, my Instagram, and my Twitter are the same. Can I mention my, my oh, stuff? Please. Yes, no, please, yes, no, please do. So, um, if I'm at at the Vogue MD, um, so T H E V is in Victor O G U E M D, so like Vogue magazine. Um, and really, that came from my love of style and my passion for also being a doctor. So. Come follow me, y'all. But yeah, I had, they, uh, I really, it was just funny that they had took time to reach out to me and say something. So I was just thinking that that was pretty that cool. Is. That's dope. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, so much love to give around. So much love to give out. And so, you guys, this was an awesome episode. Thank you, Dr. Farah, the Vogue MD. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. For sure. And talking a little and sharing parts of yourself. You know, I think that's one of the most important things that we always want to leave our listeners with is knowing that even though we have these titles, even though we have kind of these roles and responsibilities, we are real people, you know, are, real people who yeah. going through yeah. real people shit, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yes. we all got stories. Definitely want to leave that out. People. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. that out so, there. And so thank, thank you. Thank you all for having me. And I, I wish you all a great rest of the day and keep, keep changing these lives through this platform. I'm so excited for 
for you all. For you thank all. You. Thank, you. Yeah. thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much, Fair, for joining. Yes. No problem. <laughs> all right. Well, you all have a great rest of the day. Thank, thank you. you. Um, thank you all to our listeners um, as well. You can find us social media um, at Three Sykes and a Mic on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Gmail, three sites and a mic at gmail.com. Um, also, should we announce new changes? Sure. Hop in. Okay. So we are now um, a part of Crux Media, uh, Crux Media Group. So have you seen our um, any changes to some of our links or tags? That's that's official. You're not being spammed. Like it's it's fine. Uh, so we're excited to join a media company or a new media family, um, and excited for new things to come from that. So as always, check us out. Follow us. Share us with a friend. Check 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 us out. Yes. Ch- ch- check us out. Oh, sorry. I'm in the singing mood. <laughs> you are. I'm like, oh boy. You know that little song. Um, check up on it. Oh, that's yes. what I wanted to sing. But anyway. Yes, check us out, y'all. Bye.